1: big and grand and it's because we'll be dealing with the god pill today yes that's right we're gonna dig into the actual meaning of this show of the term that has coined um this show and we're gonna break down how big this is not just to us but how big it should be to everyone and uh I mean, the results of it, uh, the, 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 benefits, I mean, this is a real goodie. so get your beverage, get your coffee, uh, get your, uh, snacks with you, and, uh, even that special, uh, that special one in your life, bring them with you, you know, uh, listen to this together, because, uh, this will bless any and all that would listen to it, so, um,
2: Hey, what's up, people? Welcome to the God Pill Wisdom Show on the Transform You Media Network. This is the only show where you can try his wisdom. Make sure you check us out by visiting Instagram at God Peel Wisdom. That's God Peel Wisdom on IG. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, how's it going? This is one half of your hosts, Augustus V., and welcome to the God Pill Wisdom Show, the show where you can take God's pill for his wisdom. Um, today we have a special uh, message for you guys today. Um, unfortunately, um, the good brother Marcus Hart, he won't be able to uh, join us today, but that's absolutely all right. We'll make way with uh, what we have um, and uh, I'll be uh, filling in today. So, um, today we, uh, we would have something very special for you today. Um, I'll be sharing with you guys on a topic that is big, is very grand. And, um, if, if you guys don't know the subject or topic, uh, by now, uh, it, it should be obvious why it's very, uh, big and grand. And it's because we'll be dealing with the God pill today. Yes, that's right. And we're going to dig into the actual meaning of this show, of the term that has coined, um, this show. And we're going to break down how big this is, not just to us, but how big it should be to everyone. And, uh, I mean, the results of it, uh, the, the, the benefits i mean this is a real goody so get your beverage and get your coffee uh get your uh snacks with you and um even that special uh that special one in your life bring them with you you know uh, listen to this together because uh this will bless any and all that would listen to it. so um we want to start off with um going in scripture um, I want to start us with Proverbs chapter four verse seven, and um, if you guys don't have uh, your Bible with you, it's absolutely all right. Uh, I'll be reading it to you. This scripture it's not um, it's not stranger to uh, all. This scripture is a, a little well known. But um, I want to kind of hit this scripture from an angle that uh, we might not be familiar with hearing it. in And, and uh, once more, I believe this will also bless you. So Proverbs chapter four, verse seven, we can start at verse six. Um, actually, let's start at verse five. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not neither decline from the words of my mouth forsake her not and she shall preserve thee love her and she shall keep thee wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding now that's big that's very big um Wisdom, we already know, is a difference maker. We know that it makes any person that stands in a room different, especially from all of those that don't have wisdom or may have it, but may not value it as much. Um, the author of this specific writing, uh, or at least the, uh, the publisher, if you will, was, uh, King Solomon. And uh, the Lord really used him to bring a lot of messages to uh, the world at the time. The man was actually known for God's wisdom flowing through him. So when he wrote about wisdom, it was about something that actually changed his life. And we could see just from how he's referencing wisdom, he's referencing wisdom as a person here, calling Wisdom, a her, a, a she, and the way that he's referencing wisdom, he he's he's referencing wisdom as a person that can show appreciation to you if you show appreciation to not it but her. This is real big stuff here. See, because we don't want to conceptualize this too much to where we get weird and start calling wisdom a her but we do want to understand that if we treat wisdom with a certain degree of respect and with a certain degree of care or carefulness if you will then respect would i'm sorry wisdom would most definitely respect us back and would reward us back see this is a, this is very beautiful stuff Now, in this, in verse seven, Solomon says, wisdom is the principal thing. Now, what does he mean when he says wisdom is the principal thing? There's many things that we deal with. Many people will see something like pain and many will get mad at the pain without realizing that there's a principal cause behind the pain. Um, For example, I was speaking with this young lady the other day, and she was um talking about one of my books on school shootings. And she said, we need to get down to the root cause of this, the principal cause behind this. There's many that have conceptualized school shootings and they say, oh, the kid is evil, oh he's, you know, uh he he was a lunatic. They should have put him, you know, in a cage somewhere. Well, 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 wait a minute. What's the principal cause? What did the parents, what kind of environment did the parents raise him in? What kind of music did they let him listen to? See? And when he first started becoming fascinated with guns, see. Where were they? The principal cause. And wisdom is not a result thing. It's the principal thing. Now, the principal thing behind how many things? Well, let's see what it says. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. That means that wisdom, once you get down to the root cause of anything, wisdom is the principal thing behind All things. So. If something failed. If you get down to the root. Of it. You will see where wisdom. Wisdom was lacking. If something has succeeded. And you get down to the root cause of it. You can see where wisdom was. Present. This is how powerful. Wisdom is. Now. With that. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 Because there's more to wisdom This wisdom That meets the eye I know you guys probably hear my uh, bird friends in the background I hope you guys don't mind that I figured they, uh, guess they would join us today. First Corinthians chapter 1. Now, there's a specific verse that I want to pay attention to here. But the reason why I uh, said chapter 1 is mainly because I encourage you guys to read the entire chapter. Alright, it's not that long. It'll take a couple of minutes to get through all of it. But... If you want to get the full meaning, the full juice behind the scripture that we're going to pay attention to today, it'll be wise for you to check out the whole chapter on your own time. So first Corinthians chapter one. All right. And, um, we can start at verse 20. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? This is apostle Paul writing this. Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, for those that have heard this passage before, you know, you're probably um, you know, you're probably ready for what I have to say next. But for those that haven't heard this before, you're probably saying, all right, Augustus, what in the heck are we talking about here? <laughs> and that's understandable because Apostle Paul, he was an apostle of God, but the man spoke, they said, 12 different languages. And
2: It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered
1: to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. He was writing to a Greek church, the, the Church of Corinth, when he wrote this. So he was being very uh, philosophical, uh, mainly because he knew that that's how he had to speak in order to get these guys' attention, but also because, I mean, this is wisdom. We're talking about a lot of wisdom here. And Paul, what he does is he kind of shakes the, the, the psyche of everyone at the time. He shakes everyone's ideas about wisdom at the time. See, just like he said, the Greeks, they seek after wisdom. The Jews, they seek after a sign. See, and the Greeks, they did seek after wisdom. They got this from the writings and the teachings of um, of uh, Socrates and Aristotle and Plato. And we're talking about a time... Where this civilization actually outcast anyone if they acted without wisdom. And I mean, it, it was a lot of pressure on people that especially uh, the Athenians that claimed to be Athenian or Greek and they didn't carry themselves with some degree of wisdom in their minds. It kept the peace. It kept things going afloat. Wisdom was a very big deal for these guys, but. Paul, the apostle, addressing wisdom, right? Regardless of what just happened to Jesus Christ, he's talking about wisdom and with confidence. See, and what he brings into this is that a lot of Jews didn't believe on Jesus even after he died, especially after he died. Because they wanted their chosen one to I mean really come to the earth and really tear stuff up to tear all their enemies apart, and to put all of the jewels on a pedestal, if you will, but that's almost the exact opposite of what Jesus did once you think about it. uh He humbled the Jews, see, and it was hard for the Greeks to believe in Jesus because they couldn't see the wisdom in A all-knowing God, a all-powerful God, sending someone into the earth to die by the hands of the people that were in power at the time, the Romans. See, so for the Greeks, it was foolishness. To the Jews, it was a stumbling block. But to those which followed Jesus Christ, regardless of if it made sense or not, to those that believed that God sent his Son into the world, sent his Christ, sent his word in the form of flesh into the world. For those that believed, it was the wisdom of God. It's the power of God. See, so this isn't all the wisdom of God. This isn't the full extent of the wisdom of God. To be honest, it's just a sample. To us, it's the greatest thing that God has ever done for us since creating us. And this might even be bigger than creating us because he gave Mankind the ability to have a higher rank than he did when he first created man. After Jesus, after Jesus uh, did what he did for us. See, many, many don't know that. But we actually have a higher rank than Adam did when everything was perfect. If we believe. But that's still not the full extent of the wisdom of God. It's the greatest thing that God has done for us, but it's not the greatest thing that God has ever done. See, sometimes as people, we think that we're so important, even though we're the most superior creation that God has created. Sometimes we think that we're so important that the greatest thing that God could ever do will have to be done for us. No, no. God could have pressed the restart button on us a long time ago and if you ask me I think he should have. I mean, he puts up with much more with us than I think he deserves to. But that's why our God is good. That's why we have a good merciful God. So um That's 1 Corinthians um chapter 1 and we're not we're we're not going to, you know, take up um, the entire day on this. This is actually going to be a short recording in comparison to most of our recordings. But uh, short but sweet. Um, So let's go ahead and uh, let's go over to Genesis chapter 3 as we wrap this up. I hope you guys are enjoying this. We might, we might jump back and forth from uh, chapter 2 and 3, because there's just so much within the first three chapters of this, of this book, this book with such life that we call the Bible in it, um, just so much power in this. Chapter 2, we can start at verse 15. And this is the breakdown, the chronology, uh, uh, the um, the chronicles of uh, mankind, of uh, Adam and Eve. First, uh, first man and woman that God created. Verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden. Thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him or a compatible helper. And for those that know this story. You know what happens. Uh, God creates Eve, the first woman, for Adam, and we we jump down to chapter three. Now the serpent, which we call which we call Satan or the devil today, was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, "Yea." For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, that your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. That's with the lowercase g. Knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. We don't want to just jump over that you got to pay attention to that. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Now, if you guys remember... This is why I'm uh, uh, encouraging you guys to read all of chapter 3 of Genesis and all of chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians. Because if you remember, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul clearly references two kinds of wisdoms. The wisdom of God and the wisdom of this world. This is the birth of the wisdom of this world see to anyone with the brain between their two ears after hearing what the serpent said to adam and eve it makes sense it makes sense it looks good it probably smelled good and there was something about the fruit where Eve could look at it, and she could tell that it's a tree or a fruit that could make one wise. This sounded like a good deal to Adam and Eve. And on top of that, it was revealed to them that they were going to learn something that God didn't want them to know, something that they didn't know, but something that God knows. Which in all essence, in that sense, would make them like lowercase g gods. See, so this sounds like a good deal. Most people want to be high and mighty and claim that they wouldn't have ate from the fruit when they have fell to temptations that were much less of a deal on a day-to-day occasion, on a day-to-day basis. But they say that they wouldn't have eaten the fruit. See, we're not going to get on that. We're not going to get on pride today. But this is what we're dealing with here. This is what we're dealing with. This is the beginning, the origins of
2: it's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchased during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships
1: and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com seasonofgivingback season of back for details.
0: the wisdom of
1: this world. This is the wisdom that the Greeks were looking for when they were observing Jesus Christ and why many of the Greeks couldn't believe in him. The Jews, I don't know what they were seeking after. As a matter of fact, Paul says that they were seeking for a sign. So that's the answer there. But I mean, wisdom makes a little more sense than a sign. I'm not sure. Some people like some people were power based. Some people want to see some power. But these are the origins. Now, what do we know about the wisdom of this world? Let's observe this fruit. Verse five. This is the enemy talking. He says, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. All right? So, the wisdom of this world enables people to know good and evil. That's one thing. Um, There was a reason why God didn't want Adam and Eve knowing good and evil. He only wanted them knowing good. Um, Some of the most hurt people that I know today, they've experienced good in their lives, but they experienced a lot of evil. And it's called trauma. It happens from witnessing traumatic experiences. All traumatic experiences are evil. Not some, not most. All, I don't care what new theory some psychologist comes out with or some new Tony Robbins comes out with. All traumatic experiences are evil. Nothing more, nothing less. And when people deal with a lot of it, it actually wears on their psyche. I heard uh, the other day about a story about a young man where he was very numb growing up. Emotion wise. I mean, he'll be a kid, a good kid. And even playing sports or playing outside, there was no sense of happiness on this child. It, it will I mean you you could forget about getting a smile from him. What happened to him? He experienced something very traumatic when he was younger. See. So mankind wasn't created to deal with with good and evil. When God created us, he did not create us to be able to handle good and evil. See? So, Eve, not understanding that, she was very intrigued. Very intrigued about the wisdom of this world. So that's something that we learn about the wisdom of this world. It causes you to research things that you have no business researching. It causes you to witness things that you have no business witnessing. It causes you to experience things that you have no no reason, no business experiencing. And it's something that you will be willing to do all in the name of wisdom, the wisdom of this world. So the knowledge of good and evil, that's one thing that comes from the wisdom of this world. Verse six. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. okay, good for food. When something when a when a. Piece of food, piece of fruit, piece of vegetable, whatever. When food is seen as good to you or for you, in all essence, that means that it's nourishing. That means that it's productive. That means that it will serve its purpose as food to you. It will feed you. That shows us that the wisdom of this world can benefit you. So just because something could benefit you doesn't mean that it's the wisdom of God. There are many things that are the wisdom of this world that are attributed to it, that can nourish you. It can feed you. It can help you. It can benefit you. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, this is verse six. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. What else do we know about the wisdom of this world? Is usually pleasant to the eyes. It is usually pleasant to the eyes. That means you like what you see. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. We covered that part. But the wisdom of this world Another thing that we can check off about it, it can make you wise. The wisdom of this world can make you wise. It's not a a wisdom where you will live your entire life acquiring more of it. And then once you go to your dying grave, people will say that was a that was a fool. That was a stupid fool. No, no. You could go to your grave with this wisdom and people will actually call you wise. That's how stealthy the wisdom of this world is. So when we talk about God pill and the wisdom of God, we're not talking about the stuff that won't make you look stupid. No, we're talking about something that comes from God. Because the wisdom of this world, if you don't know the difference, You can mistaken it for the wisdom of God. Back to verse six. And we're almost done. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, check. And that it was pleasant to the eyes, check. And a tree to be desired to make one wise, check. She took of the fruit thereof. And did eat. Okay. Does it say that she dropped dead? Does it say that she lost her sight? Does it say that she realized immediately that she has been deceived? No. It says that she ate of it. And she gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. This means that when someone takes in the wisdom of this world, it doesn't always necessarily mean that they will notice the difference. So much so that someone could actually pervert the wisdom of God in someone else's life with the wisdom of this world without even thinking twice. Without even thinking twice. And it didn't say that Adam and Eve had a debate. No, it looked like a good deal to both of them. Verse seven. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked, see because God didn't create them to wear clothes, he created them to roam like the animals. You don't see the lion feeling embarrassed because he doesn't wear an apron around his waist or the elephant feeling embarrassed. You don't even see the monkeys feeling embarrassed. And according to Darwin, those are our ancestors, right? Well, see, some of the wisdom of this world does make you sound silly, but <laughs> we're not going to get on to the scientists today. But they realized that they were naked and they sold fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. I really encourage you guys to go through 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 3 and Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 on your own time once you get a chance. Because these are life-changing principles here. Life-changing principles. Now, the wisdom of God in all lessons... It doesn't come from a tree. It doesn't come from people. It's not some intuitive feeling that you have that you give to others through emotion. It's not something that you learn based on experience. The wisdom of God comes from God. That's it and that's all. If you don't have a connection with God, you're not getting his wisdom. If you deal with anyone that says that they operate in the wisdom of God and they don't get their wisdom from God, they don't even have a connection with God, then they're lying to you. And if it's unknowingly, okay, it's all right. You could easily check them on that. But if it's knowingly, That's a false prophet. So the wisdom of God, it comes straight from God. How do you get the wisdom of God? And then we'll wrap this up from here. And I'd most definitely want to deal with this in more depth, if you will, some other time. Um, this is most definitely covered in my books, um, but the wisdom of this world, um, the wisdom of this world, it, it, in all lessons, it results from sin. Um, if you're going to become wise about anything in this world without using God's help, you're going to have to do some kind of sinning to it. Um, man, I, I would hate to use this analogy, but we all have those that we love. And this is what people are doing out there somewhere. This is what they have done. This is how they came up with the science. But imagine someone, imagine that you heard the news that someone that you cared about passed. And you heard that after or before the funeral, right? Before the uh, funeral uh, um, proceedings, processions, they took the body of this person that you cared for and they did some destructing to it. They did some some they call they call it fabrication or what it takes to prepare it for the funeral. But they did some weird stuff to this body that holds the memory of the person that you cared for. You wouldn't be too happy with that would you? Why wouldn't you be happy with that? Because it's not right. It's not right because it's sin. Sin is anything that's not right. In some cases, it can be pretty grotesque. Guess what? The people that do the most not right stuff to God's creation are considered the wisest people Today, and the fact that they hide the not right stuff from you, but they, they promote how smart they are. It shows you that it's the wisdom of this world. If you want to learn about a tree, you have to destroy it in order to observe the insides of it. If you want to learn about the apple, you have to destroy it in order to learn the insides of it. There's people that studying this planet right now and guess what they're willing to do in order to observe the insides of this planet. I digress, I digress, but that's how the wisdom of this world comes about. Back to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Alrighty. Verse 25. Because the foolishness of God, which isn't truly foolishness, is wiser than man, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of this world. And things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto uh, us wisdom and righteousness sanctification and redemption that according as it is written he that glorieth let him glory in the Lord so how do you get the wisdom of God you have to glory in the Lord you have to go to God you have to come to God you have to live for him if you got a problem with Jesus Christ, then you don't know God yet. If you have no problem with Jesus Christ, you have no problem with God the Father, but you have a problem with the Holy Spirit, then you don't know God yet. They're one. And the best way to understand this is to spend time in the letter that he's giving you, his word, his Bible. And then there's brothers like me and Brother Marcus Hart that can also help you with these things. That's absolutely all right. And in all lessons, none of you have to do any of this. None of you have to act on the wisdom of God. But we're here to present this to you so that our slate is clean. We can't. We can't leave this earth saying that we've never made it available to you guys, that we never put it in front of you guys, that we didn't do our jobs by giving you this message. See? But if you do take advantage of this, and not just drag your feet on it, but pull the trigger. Man, beautiful stuff happens. Beautiful stuff happens. Beautiful stuff happens on accident that most people kill to have happen for them on purpose. So, I'm gonna leave you guys with that. And just, just pay attention when you go out and you deal with people that make certain decisions. Even mirroring yourself, making sure that you don't make any decisions doing something that looks smart, something that looks wise, but you know it's not from God. And make sure that you understand that the best wisdom comes from God. It's that God pill. Love you guys. Stay wise.
2: What's up family, my people, my people? I hope you enjoyed another episode of the God pill wisdom show. This is the only show where you can try the God Peel to take on God's wisdom with Brother Augustus V and Brother Marcus. Make sure you tune in every week on Tuesday nights for exclusive live feeds and make sure you catch any random episode that may come your way. You can follow us exclusively on IG at God peel Wisdom. That's at God peel Wisdom. Exactly how it sounds don't forget to check out our network partner at transform you network that's transform the letter you network get connected stay connected until next time many blessings peace and lots of love hey 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 welcome to the god pill wisdom show check out our wonderful sponsor
0: See you